Welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Freaky Fauna Fridays. I am the great and powerful Mr. E. And I am your weekend warrior, Jay. Ooh. And we're bringing you another cool animal. Uh, this unique creature is one I have bred in the past. Like, I've, I've, uh, I have a breeding pair of adults here in the U.S. Uh, they, are, they are struggling in the wild, but they're bouncing back for sure. Uh, they're amazing little creatures. Jay is going to tell you their scientific name. It would be Salamander, Salamander, Salamander. Close. Oh, what Salamandra. I oh, Salamandra, Salamandra, Salamandra? Yes. Okay, there you go. Fire Salamanders. And so with them being, they are the first nominate of the family and the first nominate of the species uh, because there's like 28 subspecies of these guys. Mm. And some of the subspecies, I am... This is a big problem in the U.S. is that people are, like, splitting species just to make their name for themselves. So most of these subspecies look identical to each other. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I'll be the first one to argue with people about it. But some of the other ones are completely different salamanders. Like, they're not subspecies-worthy. They're species-worthy. Gotcha. Uh, so it's just, like, it's weird. There's, like, 28 or something like that. These guys are native for most of, like, kind of the Eurasia and a little bit of Africa, uh, their whole family group. They get between, you know, 9 to 12 inches long as an adult. They are jet black. Most species are jet black with yellow blotches all over their body. And they're like random blotches, right? Yeah, most species have random blotches. So unlike the spotted salamander here in the U.S. that has them uh, ornated or along the, the, the spine with even pairs. Right. And they can have some variation where there's like a random dot here kind of deal for the spotted salamanders in the U.S. But not like fires. So like fires can have a wide variety of colors. Or not, or color patterns. Patterns, right. These guys actually have venom gland or poison glands behind their eyes. Mm. Uh, just like a toad. You've seen toads growing up, I'm sure. Yeah. They have those big sacks behind their eyes. Uh, that If you actually give them... Don't be real gentle if you do this with a wild-caught toad. But if you give them a tiny little gentle squeeze... Like uh, where? On the, the venom or the poison sacks. Okay, on their... Okay. You'll see like milk come out of them, and that's poison. So don't eat it. Yeah, don't, don't lick a toad. But these guys have that same thing, but they can actually pressurize them and shoot poison forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're incredible. So it's only dangerous if you eat it? Yeah. Ingest it, I guess? I mean, pretty much. I've seen it not kill foxes in Europe when they do it to foxes that try mm. to eat them. Gotcha. So I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, these guys can live in some very, very harshly cold climates. Uh, they have some subspecies that are considered alpine salamanders, which are living in high mountain a- ranges. So they live in areas with limited water and limited time. So most salamanders breed in what's called vernal pools. Mm -hmm. Uh, They lay their eggs in there. So fire salamanders have evolved a specific thing to get around that where most subspecies lay aquatic larvae. So they give birth to fully formed aquatic, uh, just uh, like aquatic babies. Right. They are gilled salamanders. No eggs involved. Yeah, no eggs. And some even give birth to terrestrial salamanders, some of the subspecies. Hmm. Uh, so literally, like little salamanders pop out of them and yeah. rear to go and running around already, yep. like a freshly born giraffe. Exactly. 
how they got their name is really interesting. And how they almost went extinct is really interesting because it's the same story. Fire salamander. Yeah, so they're not called fire salamanders because they look like fire. Uh, they're called fire salamanders because they used to be accused of starting fires. Mm. Uh, so what would happen in Europe and uh, all over the country there, or all over the continent there, is they'd take an old rotting piece of log, throw it in the fire, and they salamanders would walk out of it. So they thought that salamanders were born of fire. Uh, what is really happening is they have a built-in fireproof, or like a fire retardant in their skin. They foam up and they look like they have sheep wool, and they'll walk out of a fire. Another thing that was happening in Europe at the time is they were building their houses into the hillsides, into dirt for insulation. So that little layer between the wood and the dirt is perfect for salamanders. Yeah. So if your house caught fire, literally thousands of salamanders would pour out of your walls. So you'd assume the salamanders caused the fire. It makes sense. Yeah, so they were literally almost wiped out because they thought witches would send them to cause fires, and they thought they were just burning all these houses down. Really, it's because you forgot a candle. Yeah. And the salamanders are out of a home, too. Right, yeah. they lost. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And then you whack their heads off or something. Uh, these guys make pretty good pets if you can afford them, uh, as long as you know how to handle, like, care for salamanders. As far as caring for actual salamanders, they're about the easiest species I've ever cared for. It's just getting your hands on them. They're very hard to come by in the U.S. There's a ban on importing them uh, due to a, a, a crypto fungus that popped up in European and Asian amphibian populations. What's a crypto fungus? It's the family group it's from. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, they did. A, a, there's a whole game about it where the crypto, the alien, because they're all named after bacteria and funguses. Mm, okay. But uh, yeah, it kills adults like crazy. Uh, eggs are immune to it, but you they don't lay eggs. Gotcha. So other species of Newton salamander we can still get from Europe and Asia because they lay eggs. Right. Fire salamanders don't lay eggs. So what was here is what's here. Um, yeah, so to get your hands on one, you're pretty lucky. Sounds uh, like it. Yeah, they're they're amazing little pets. But I think that's pretty much it for fire salamanders. Yeah, the biggest takeaway is they didn't cause fires. No, but they are fireproof. They're fireproof. To an extent. Yes, which is, it's freaky attribute you'd say it's it's what happens when your habitat's constantly on fire and you're really slow yeah i guess so yeah you gotta be gotta have something to get around that yeah and that works all right i've been the great and powerful mystery been your weekend warrior jay hopefully this freaky fun of friday brought you some happiness before you roll into the weekend uh once again we know these are short but that's kind of the goal of them just to kind of give you a little bit of a a thing to talk about over some beer this weekend yeah there you go all right Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.